Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is luxury healing, baby. <laughs>
So if I say some shit, I have to, you know, back it up or be prepared for the consequences. And so last week, because I get on these shows, you know, and I talk to you about my mental health, what the fuck is going on with me, and so I'm very honest about those things. So last week during that time, my, you know, my beloved and I got into it. Not got into it. Yeah, we got into it. It was fucking bad. It was it was World War Two. It was World War Three. Um, over some stupid shit. Like really, like I had just come back from Houston, and and you know he was acting fucking strange and like taking things off the table. And I'm like, why? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on? Like, are, are you like not as committed or connected to me anymore? And you know, come to find out because he's also a water sign. So let me get to that. So the death of Gigi and Kobe Bryant um, definitely was a trigger because you have a lot of men that are out there posting all this shit about girl dad, and let's just keep a G. Y'all motherfuckers ain't seen your daughters or any of your children in fucking years or months. You don't pay. You don't take care of them. Like, and it's just it's wrong. So my, my apologies to the men that do take care of their kids because you're going to get lumped into that shit, but – a lot of y'all motherfuckers that don't, and nobody fucking says anything. Um, I've been uh, getting triggered for the last um, probably 10 days. Um, there's some shit going on with the planets, Pluto. We're back in Mercury retrograde, which I, I told y'all before, all Mercury retrograde is is the universe just testing you again to see if you're going to be the same dumb bitch you was the last time they sent the test your way. It doesn't matter what it is. And if you succumb to that, calling exes, texting back, shit like that, then you're you're literally not going to get to the next phase. So everything in my life right now, I manifested it, including the person that I'm with right now exclusively. So, but that, that took time, right? So that started back in October, actually. Um, so if I, I, because I wanted something different, I had to do something different and I had to manifest something different and I had to want something different. So I made the mistake of saying that I just wanted a partner. I just wanted somebody to do business with and that, you know, all these other things. And I found myself when the portals were open uh, in December having to go back and say, well, I kind of like this guy. Like, he looks nice. I like his face. I like his demeanor. And and in every card that he's ever came up in any of my reading, he shows as a page. So he shows as very innocent. He's not, like, like, he's innocent in his in his spirit, like in his soul, um, but sometimes his intentions may not be innocent because he's a grown-ass man. He's actually older than me. So we're beefing, and it's just to the place where we're so new in the relationship that it was, you know, it was difficult for me to say, like, what the fuck do you, you know, like, what do I want, what does he want, and I just, I don't have to talk to you. I, I, I literally will literally not talk to you, and I felt that some of the shit that he said via text, um, was a little bit, like, out of pocket, like, some shit about the business, and I need to make sure that you're doing this, and I'm thinking, like, motherfucker, like, motherfucker, I do this, like, I was existing before you even fucking got here, and I've been handling business, and really, all you're doing is just making me have to amp it up and take it to the next level, because we have finances involved, you know, soon to be, uh, have finances involved, and so now it's not just me out here existing and just making a couple shea butters with 716 CBD or anything like that. It's me actually having to get the stuff on Amazon, put the stuff in Walmart, do the actual paperwork. So it's day in and day out, I'm completely busy all the time. So to have somebody try to tell me 
what the fuck I should be doing or what their expectations of me are and not talking about, I was talking about the relationship expectations. I wasn't talking about the business. And I think that a lot of men, especially because they see me in whatever state it is, they see me whether I'm at work or whether I'm doing this, because y'all forget I literally have five jobs. I'm a mom. I have a regular nine to five. I have, you know, other businesses that I run. I do this show. I, you know, so I got to a place where I could feel myself falling off because of what happened in Houston. So on the show, I believe the last show that I did, um, I t- sit your ass down. I talk about how I literally, like my body, had a nervous breakdown in Houston, Texas, because I was triggered. You know, and and it's crazy because. What the the person that I was in the relationship with prior to this, um, with him and I, his his original wedding date was two twenty twenty. Okay, I said I don't want to get married in two thousand twenty because I don't fuck with you like that. I, let's let's reach it out to two thousand twenty two. So two twenty two two thousand twenty two because you know these numbers mean something to me. And um, so landing in Houston, my stomach was already sick because my body's been going through something. I, I don't know what's going on. I'm sure it's like some spiritual shit because I'm not eating anything different. I'm I'm working out. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And so I didn't see my beloved before I left. I saw him earlier in the week, but I didn't see him before I left. He promised. Like So it was just like little shit like that. And men don't understand that when you start breaking your pattern, that's when women start investigating shit. I told y'all that on the last show. That's how I busted the other motherfucker. You know, just, you know, you you gave me too much time to think about the shit that you're doing and what you're not doing. So now I'm in a position where I call my people and say, go ahead, start, go ahead, do it. Because I got people everywhere. I don't give a fuck if you work in a gas station. I got somebody that own a gas station. If you work in a car lot, I got, I know somebody that knows somebody that knows you and can tell me everything I need to know for a small fee, of course, or a favor. So I just prefer my men to tell me up front so that this way, because I hate to do it, because every single time I do it, I find some shit out, and now my level of the way that I look at you, like as far as innocent shit like that, I I can't look at you like that no more now that we know the truth. So, you know, the nervous breakdown started happening in Houston when I told you I went to call my mom to tell her that my ex swagger, my ex uh, mother-in-law, was in town, and it was in that moment that I realized that my mom had been gone at that point, you know, six years, and I never, ever, even for two seconds, like, did that before, where I was like, let me call my mom, and just, like, it came to me that she had passed. So my mom's been gone for six, we're going on seven years now in April, and um, her birthday's coming up in in March. And um, so she was an Aries, so that's, yeah, that's a whole other situation. But um, that hurt. And so my body was so shut the fuck down that I couldn't even go out. I couldn't do shit that Saturday night. So I had told my dude, don't fucking call me until I get back on Tuesday. Because, see, he's he's cerebral, right? So he's somebody that's in his head. So that hurts worse than me cussing you the fuck out. Because you have to identify with each and every type of person that you deal with, what their triggers are, what will hurt them, what will not hurt them, you know, and what's going to be an effective way of communication or consequence. With these people, right? This is not the guy that I can be in Houston and then just be up in a bunch of niggas' faces and like posting that on Instagram or whatever, and then him logging into somebody else's account to see what the fuck I'm doing. And then now, you see what I mean? Like, this ain't the dude to do that to. 
that might work with other dudes, like where they really get it, like, damn, I really let this bitch go out of town and didn't see her before she left and give her no love and, you know, nothing. So, you know, that's not the type of dude you could do that to because he's not going to respond well to that because that's, you know, that that's I'm done at that point. Like at that point because the relationship is so new, right? You, you four months in at this point um, almost. So it's too new to be doing all that. I, I don't do shit like that anyway. But so, you know, just the distance and the not being able to get a hold of me every day and then the not talking where he fucked up was that he really believed me when I told this motherfucker don't call me till Tuesday. Bitch, I mean that. That means, like, okay, give me a day, but, you know, at least call and check up on me. Like, yo, I know you pissed because I said I was going to do something and I didn't do it, but I'm just checking on you or call me, do something. So the more he's not talking to me after I told his ass not to talk to me, that's how crazy women are, um, I'm getting agitated because I'm like, what the fuck? But then I was like, you know what? I was like, let me call him on Monday. Because he had something he had to do on Monday that was important And I thought that, you know, I was like, I don't want to miss that important thing Because we beefing or whatever So he knew I was coming back the next day The next day, and I knew 100% across the board I said, this motherfucker ain't stupid I was like, he's going to check out the goods And make sure all is well And kind of do like a whole thorough examination When I get back to town, which he did Um, And we had a great, it was weird But it it was a great evening It was like the best evening, really um, just spent time, like, just doing little, like, stupid shit. And so for me, that solidified, like, okay, I really think that I'm, like, falling for this guy. I think that he feels the same, and I could, I'm okay. Like, we can, you know, um, I can start sharing emotions, right, because y'all know I hate that shit. So that was that was, like, earlier in the week. So, like, towards the end of the week, he's like, oh, no, I don't need you to do this for me anymore, and I don't need you. I'm like, what the fuck is going on, right? So finally, it gets to a place where um, we're talking and then, you know, like the following week, like it just kept getting considerably worse. So I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on with him. I was like, he's not telling me anything. So you know what, like I'm not doing this. So we end up getting into it over some text message shit, right, because I, I read something just in a voice of his, and I just, I didn't fucking appreciate it. And then I said some shit to him, and y'all know how I am with my mouth, and I was like, with that death shit, and I know damn well I'm not supposed to be saying that because, you know, so the minute that I said it, I immediately, like, 45 minutes later took it back. I was like, you know what? You know, but it's just that I think that my partner underestimates me in a lot of ways. You know, he thinks I'm so cute. He thinks I'm so cuddly. No, cuddly like a fucking bomb. Like, I could go off at any minute. And I don't like lies. I'd rather you just, you tell me before I have to tell you what the fuck you did. Right? And he didn't he didn't do nothing. It's just a point, like, I think he thinks I'm stupid. Like, I really do, like, on a general, regular basis, think that this motherfucker thinks that I am just, like, without any type of sense. You know, or I don't have connections. Like, and it's crazy to me because I literally, anything that there is to know about this motherfucker, I know it. You don't got to tell me because I'd rather not have a conversation. And I had to do that because you're not telling me who you are. So we have this big blowout the next morning because the next morning is everything after after your first fight. Because then it turned into fuck you and fuck you too. Y'all know how we go. So And he's a water sign too. He's definitely not a cancer, but he's a water sign too. So 
I end up the next morning when I wake up, there's the text message, hey, little lady, you know, and then I'm like, oh, thank God, everything's okay. You know, we're just crazy. It's fine. And then I text him back, like, the crying face, because this is just how, you know, you got to sit in your shit sometimes. I text him back the crying face because, like, I just, I really didn't want to get it that far. And I don't hear from this motherfucker for the rest of the day and then for the rest of the next day. Now, this is the first time, like, since I've met him that we did not talk or text or just anything minute in 24-hour period. Like, never. That's never happened. So now I'm worried because I'm like, oh, my God, did he really die? Like I said, he should. Like, you know, I'm like, did something happen? Because my first thought is not always you fucking another bitch. My first thought is, are you okay? And then after that, I go into, like, you good? Like, did you meet somebody? You want to talk about it? Like, you you can, I'll go. So I'm going crazy. And so I get a phone call that I needed to be somewhere to meet up with one of my spiritual advisors. And really I could just feel my body is just getting sick. Like I'm just, I don't know if I'm like, like, you know, exercising something that's coming out because all this sickness is just coming out, right? And um, y'all know I wasn't, I wasn't right at the beginning of the year either. I had like some like weird shit going on with my throat so where I couldn't talk at all. So obviously I'm being muted and silenced, and so guys, make sure that you are paying attention because I am going to start posting when we are on Pandora, SiriusXM, um, and uh, iTunes because that's all in the works right now. I had to fill out all the stuff for it. It's been sitting in my emails for months. I had over 6,666 uh, emails. That Actually, what I posted on my page at miss.d.scott was my actual email. So I ended up... Um, I ended up calling him because I said I have to break down because I feel like I miss him, number one, but number two, like, you know, something's wrong, right? And I feel like if I don't reach out and be feminine, this could end our relationship and alter it because if we can't get past conflict resolution, this ain't going to work. And so, like, I try to, like, have conversations with him about, like, if if this ever happens, we need to do this. Like, if this ever happens, like, we need to do that because we're both big balls of fire. Like, Like, him and I, like, if it was to go all bad one day, like, it's bad. Like, it's it's not going to be, like, it's going to be, like, some shit that you would see on the news, like some fucked up shit, because it, cause he got a temper, I got a temper, he got hands, I got weapons, like, it's just, it's not going to be a bad time. So I just, I'm trying to avoid all miscommunication and misunderstanding, so I don't do certain shit, because I know exactly what type of nigga this is, so I can't do certain shit that I might do to somebody else that I'm just dating casually or that I don't really fuck with like that. So I end up texting him and saying, hey, I'm going to be where you at. Um, Come see me. He's like, no, I'm not coming. And I was like, the fuck? So I was like, well, we need to have a conversation because I'm a communicator. I want to talk, you know. Um, And it just, it fucked my whole week up. So it's not because of him that I wasn't answering some of your, you know, your texts and some of your DMs and some of your emails and some of your crises. It's just that, who who heals the healer when I'm fucked up? Like, who's comforting me when I'm fucked up? I got into it with literally everybody uh, last week. One of, one of my good friends, one of, you know, had to tell a motherfucker, sit in your shit. And the longer that you sit in your shit and you don't like the way that it smells, because right now, because you've been sitting in shit, bullshit for so long, you know, 
you don't recognize the stench anymore. You know, and it's funny because there was an incident today that just made me, that's why this show is called Setting Your Shit. So the ancestors were not happy with me earlier today, um, and they it shows. So I end up calling, and we end up talking about it, and the first thing he blurts out is that he thinks that when I was in Houston, I was doing some shit, da-da-da-da-da, and that I got other investors, even though our contract states that that's not what, you know, I'm here to do because I don't need an investor really at all, just, you know, it helps. You know, I'm thankful it helps, but, you know, I was doing okay, you know, middle, middle, middle row, but now we're trying to take it to another level. So he had, like, all these, like, thoughts that I was just like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, he's like, and that's why when you came back, I said, well, let's talk about your last fucking seven days. And so when I broke down to him certain things that he was doing, like where he was pulling back, like, emotionally and physically and things like that, he understood because he's like, oh, you know what, babe, I didn't even realize, no, 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 that didn't have nothing to do with you, this, this, and this, because I told him, I said, I don't get to go to Houston, have a great time in Houston, and just because niggas was trying to holler or whatever, whatever, then I get to come home and treat you like shit because I know I don't have to be with you. And that's how I felt like he was acting, like he had, you know, somebody told him he was cute or somebody gave him some snatch or whatever, and he just, you know, because, listen, I, I want motherfuckers to tell me the truth, right? So he's like, no, that's not what happened, you know. So now he's like, okay, where are you at? I'll come see you. So we had a, you know, we have to make these packs and these agreements where originally we said we wouldn't go 48 hours without speaking to each other, but I see that 48 hours to people like us, sick people, you know what I mean, who conjure things up in their head is too long, right? So I said maybe if we're beefing and it's really bad, it's 24 hours, but I told him in the beginning when I first met him, I said, I don't think that you and I will ever have these deceptive problems. Our problems are going to be because we couldn't spend more time together because we just love each other so much that we can't be together all the time or in the way that we want to be together because we have to work and we have other responsibilities. So our argument, really, what was the argument about? The argument was about I wanted to see you. You did not do that. When I came back, I felt like you were being neglectful because, you know, I'm spoiled real bad, especially with time. I don't really, the money, yeah, that comes, but with time, right? So if you were seeing me three, four times a week, and now you're only seeing me once a week, but it's for eight hours, like I get that, you know. And so I told him, I was like, you know, you have to understand that the frequency in which you see me now, I want you to keep that same energy when summer comes. And when we set up in our little, you know, love shack and everything else, like when all that's all set up, um, because I'm getting a new studio, when that's all set up, I want you to keep the same energy because you don't get to, like, come and, you know, lay up and do all this other shit that you didn't contribute to, right, and you get the benefit of it because now I just made your job easy and you bitches got to stop doing shit like that. If you can't go to that motherfucker house, he can't come to yours. Don't let that motherfucker come lay up in your shit. If he live with his mom or whoever the fuck, make him get rooms. Because then they understand that, okay? They understand when they have to come up out of pocket. And I told y'all motherfuckers that before. So either y'all get a crib together, or but don't let no dude just come and lay up in your fucking house, especially when you work for every single fucking thing in that house, right? Don't let him just come later, especially now during tax time. You know, and I got a kid, so can't nobody, you know, be up in my house like that. Y'all know for a fact I don't do shit like that. My son ain't never woke up and it was another man in his motherfucking house, not that he can remember, other than his dad, you know. So 
we end up squashing it, and then we end up getting back together. And it was, like, the best hug, like, ever because we thought it was, like, the end of the world because you're at that pivotal point in the relationship where you're just, like, you could go, motherfucker. Like, I, you know, I really don't got time for this, but it was in those moments where everything got fucked up because now I'm, like, I think I kind of love this motherfucker, like, a little bit because had this been anybody else, oh, I'd have been in Houston acting a monkey-ass motherfucking fool. Fuck you, fuck him, you know, whatever, da-da-da-da. But Houston was not that type of trip. Houston had a little bit of a healing uh, tinge to it because I actually had to see my fucking bum-ass mother-in-law, my ex-mother-in-law, who ain't seen my son in 14 years, and then the bitch had the nerve to, like, still not fucking speak to me. Like, bitch, fuck you. And that's why your ass was detained at the motherfucking border when I, when you fucking came over here on my visa and then disappeared to fucking Miami and you were supposed to be helping me with my baby. Girl, fuck you. And then the fact that she, like, acted like she didn't want to hug me in front of my kid, my kid don't understand nothing like that. My son thinks everything is, like, hunky-dory, me and his dad, cool. You know, his little sisters was with him. I love the, the one, the, the new little baby. She don't fucking fuck with me and fuck the baby, too. Like, she looked at me like she, you know, like she was crazy. And it was funny because when I seen her picture, I said, oh, yeah, she's she's a little mean one. Now, the older one, she loved me. I love her to death. And you could tell because when I send them presents and shit, she always get the shit with the sequins on it because I like her so much. I'm fond of the older, the older little girl. But, um, you know, my son had a good time, so I've been getting triggered. And I started watching this show called uh, Diablero. So, you know, of course, I told you I went to go see Bad Boys 2 and then Santissima, and I've just been noticing now, like, culturally that a lot of people are starting to understand and recognize Santissima Muerte, even though the Roman Catholic Church does not recognize her as a patron saint of holy death, which is what she is. So watching this Mexican um, show called Diablero, and basically what that means is that it's kind of like a demon hunter. Uh, in some cultures they call it, but there's a very specific kind of Indian, like because, you know, Mexicans, you know, were related to the Indians. They were Indians, Mayans, Incans. And um, it takes place in Mexico City, so I'm like, there's no way that they can have this talk of death in Mexico City and not speak of Our Lady uh, Santissima Muerte, La Nina Blanca, you know, uh, La Flaquita, like the beautiful one. They call her all these things. So she looks like the Virgin Guadalupe, like it's the same depiction, but she's a skeleton with a scythe. So um, I'm watching this show, and I'm triggered because they are—they have a card, and the little girl is praying to the card for Santissima for help because her father molests her. This is just a show. And it's crazy because I told y'all like many, many moons ago that your demons were actually created to protect you. So especially violence, wrath, um, any type of homicidal shit like that, those demons were protected initially, usually as a child or as a as a preteen or a teenager, to protect you, right? Because something was happening to you or you were being abused by a parent or, you know, by other kids at school. So something dark happened and caused you to have to revert to get out of there alive, right? So it's remember I told y'all it's different than a demonic possession. It's, it's that's all different. That's something else. So when people talk about angels, angels and demons are really the same thing. It just depends on which side of the street they're walking on. Okay. So I see this little girl, and I'm already knowing what's happening. She's summoning for help because she knows her father's about to come in there and molest her. So 
what I didn't like was that they depicted Santissima as the demon. Santissima is not a demon. Um, she's a saint. And uh, they depicted her that way as if that was the, the, the demon that saved this little girl. Now, Nancy grows up in the in the show Diablero. She grows up, and she's able to summon her own demons to her benefit, which is what the fuck I have been trying to tell y'all about before. So when your demon of alcoholism shows up, wrath, anger, depression, hurt, pain, when those demons show up, you're supposed to be summoning them because if you allow them to make themselves known, um, and you didn't summon them, you have a fucking problem because that means that you were ignoring them. So that's why, you know, I always say, like, everything in moderation, including moderation. So, like, for example, right now, I have been having not so much health issues, but I know that something is fucking wrong. Like, I've been getting, like, stomach virus, like, th- you know, I'm not taking care of myself the way that I should, and I need to go to the fucking doctor. So, like, no, you know, cancer shit, nothing like that. But, like, I'm not taking care of myself. I'm not eating properly. I'm not, like, something's coming. So that's how I know something's coming. I'm sleeping, which is my my form of depression, which is sleep. Like, I won't leave the house. I won't go anywhere. I'm completely disinterested. And that's another reason. Like, a lot of people say, like, how could you be celibate? At one point I was celibate for over a year and then recently. And then, you know, before that I was celibate for almost two years. And it's because my form of depression I don't give a fuck. I don't want you to touch me. Don't fucking touch me. I don't, I'm I'm good. I don't want it. You know, that is also a form of depression is not wanting to, any type of sexual contact. Where, but then there's also the hypersexuals. You know, you have some people, especially, you know, women that when they're depressed and they feel less than, the first thing they want to go do is fuck three niggas in a day. I've seen this. I've, I've, I've physically watched bitches do this. And that's what I mean when I say sometimes you have to sit in your shit. So I was reminded earlier today, very violently at that, um, that there was certain shit I was not supposed to be doing, right? So it's nothing. It's just something personal, but just certain shit that I was not supposed to be engaging in, certain shit that I was not supposed to be saying, certain shit that I was not supposed to be doing because it agitates the fuck out of spirit because they're like, now you know if you – respond to this or if you say this or if you do that this changes and alters the course because now what I don't ever want to do is I don't ever want somebody to think that I fuck with them more than I do because that causes people to abuse that privilege right so I had to sit in my shit this morning I really did and had to say it's okay and I'm not talking about my situation with my my beloved I'm just talking about people in general so I got uh, a DM that has probably about 19 messages in it from one person It's a woman And um, <clears throat> I can't respond to her right now Because bitch I'm fucked up You know I'm fucked up Like I, I can't I can't help you Because I'm being triggered This is not a good season for me And thank God the snow's not on the ground So I have to like set shit up In my home You know and at my parents to, So that if I'm snowed in Or if I'm in the house and I can't make it to the gym I have to be able to do something you know, there ain't shit on TV I really want to watch or ain't, you know, nothing's going on. So, you know, now that I have, like, this, you know, budding newer relationship, you know, I even said to him, like, I can't wait for it to be spring because then we can go running and we can do all these other things. But, like, right now I'm good with the time that we spend. And then, like, if we're intimate, it's not because my relationship isn't based on sex. I mean, sex is great, but it's not based on that, which is good. 
because then that means that we have to work on other things like intimacy, communication, understanding, all these other things. So I get triggered a lot by some of you because you guys are unwilling to sit in your own shit. And I was told the other day that somebody says, oh, I don't feel like hearing your lecture. And I'm like, well, I don't feel like you fucking triggering me. You know, like, like you know, I, I oftentimes, like, try to remind people how blessed they are. And every single day you will always hear me say, even in my post, like, that I'm thankful for whatever the fuck it is. So, like, if me and my dude would have parted ways, I'd have been like, you know what, I'm thankful for whatever time that we had. But as you get to know people, you get to understand that person's pressure points, his triggers, what he thinks is appropriate and what's not appropriate. So, like, for example... I think personally that he underestimated me. I think personally that he thought, you know, I I don't know what type of broads he fucks with. I I don't know, okay, but I know what type of dudes I deal with. So I know that if you're not coming at me with a certain standard, like I don't want to hear about all your skeletons in the closet and all your skeletons was ugly as fuck, bums, shit like that, because that's just really a testament to you. I really don't like to hear about that. I don't like to hear that you was, you know what I'm saying, like going crazy like, over abroad that wasn't worth shit and that you didn't have shit. Like, I don't like, I really don't like to hear that, and I don't like to hear that because that shows me that you're weak. And in order for you to be with me, you got to be strong. You got to be a strong motherfucker because cause I'm going to try you. I'm I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to walk away from the relationship sometimes because it's difficult for me. I'm going to try to, you know, take days for myself or I'm going to, you know, have little tissy, you know, arguments because I'm going through something else that ain't got shit to do with you, but because you're not, my husband, I'm not inclined to tell you every fucking thing that you didn't ask. It's your job if you're in a relationship with me to kind of notice, like, you know what, I ain't been giving little mama her little time and shit. Let me let me go do something for her. Let me, you know, spend some time with her. Because really I'll take the time over the money any day. But if you can't spend the time, spend the money. And y'all know I say that shit all the time. So this particular, y'all, y'all will see, because I got um, my Valentine's Day gift actually was custom done. And it wasn't cheap. So I can't get too mad at the motherfucker because I'm like, he just dropped. He could have bought me a used car, like a like a beater, for what he paid, you know, for this commission piece. So I'm thankful for that. So I'm thinking, like, no, I know he went and, like, do me dirty and just, like, throw racks at me and just, you know, to be an asshole. But, you know, when you start delving into allowing yourself to be vulnerable, because that's what love is, you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable to somebody and say all these things, like, I'm noticing that, like, you know, I will say, like, the sweetest and the nicest things, and then if it's not reciprocated in the exact way that I said it, you know, then I get my feelings hurt. I hurt my own feelings because then I feel like, well, maybe he's not as into me as I'm into him, and then y'all know I'm not going for that, so I got to fall back. Because the the greatest thing about being in love is being in love at the same time. Right, so, of course, he said it back, like, whatever, whatever, in his own Time he, he definitely said it with the E on the end and everything But the point of the matter is, is now what? Right, because now we have to build on that, right? So as long as you know I'm not trying to hurt you And I don't think he's trying to hurt me He got some little deception with him But I think that's just because he's not comfortable Telling me certain things and not knowing how I'm going to react When if you just tell me up front, right? then it doesn't matter how I react because at least it came from you and not somebody else that saw you or somebody else that, and I'm not talking about cheating. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about other shit. So I'd rather you tell me than to have my investigator come back and tell me. 
So, I mean, it's it's going to be springtime soon. I waited for this relationship. I manifested it. It's here now, so now we have to take care of it. And I'm, and then he was, he's so funny. He's like, I thought that maybe, you know, the cards was wrong. So just to hear, like, that we were both desperately missing each other and that we both really thought the exact same thing about the other during the time. And just he, he was really in a situation where he was like, fuck that bitch. I know he was. You know, it's it's early. We don't, you know, we don't. And like I told him, I said, we're going to fight like this a thousand more times because it's going to be little stupid shit or it's going to be, you know, something else but you know the the same love that you have for each other that we allowed to have which I 100% in the beginning wasn't trying to meet nobody and fall in love with I'm like that wasn't what I don't think I'm in love I think we just love each other right now like oh I just love you and all I just love you too like because in love that's that's a more dangerous space because now because <laughs> when you're like if a man tells me like I'm in love with you that means he would kill me like, I know y'all think that's crazy, but I've told y'all this before. Like, if a man would tell you, like, you know, I'm so in love with you, this is, that motherfucker will take you clean off the earth. And it's a fact. So being in love is completely different than loving somebody or loving on somebody. And just so, and I think because he's such, like, a masculine man that he's used to, like, not having to communicate that or not having to say certain things or not having to express his feelings because he's just a physical person, whereas me, I'm more mental. Right, so remember I told you, like, he will physically get angry and I will mentally get angry. And so those two things don't mix, like, if we were to ever, like, really be. But, I mean, as long as there's, like, no infidelity, which I think I'm pretty sure we're on the same page with that, like, as long as, you know, he's not talking to people and I'm not talking to people and whatever, whatever, I think that everything else can be fixed because I think that just the infidelity portion of it is just disgusting just because I was I was talking to some some little girls not that long ago and we were talking about uh the Super Bowl down in Miami and just you know that that it's just a hot ass mess you know my little niece was supposed to go down there to visit her dude and I was like nah I said you you gotta sit this one out that's where the holes go we getting we getting too old to be doing Super Bowl just to go meet a bunch of motherfuckers that you know what I mean for what I don't like football. That's not what I do. And I've gone to, uh, what is it, the all-star game, the basketball joint when it was in Toronto because I had tickets. I get tickets to a lot of shit. But like I said, this week has been um, very triggersome for me. I, I'm, something's going on with my body. I, like I said, I feel like I'm exercising a demon, like one of them motherfuckers is getting out, and it's it's you know, it's making me physically ill. Like, I'm fine, but it's just, like, it's taking me a little bit longer to get up in the mornings. And so I took a yoga class the other day to work on my flexibility, just trying out new things, doing new things, trying to love on somebody's son and get some love in return. Because a lot of times, too, like, I won't accept the love. Like, I, I'm not trying to be funny, but there's there's many motherfuckers that love me right now. Across the board, I can ask them to do anything for me. And, um... I don't even talk to them because I don't like you. There's nothing nothing I could do. I don't look at you that way, you know, and I'm in a situation. So, And I think that because I don't cause my dude no type of problems, I think he just assumes that there can't be no problems. You know, so just in any relationship, everybody needs to be on their P's and Q's. You know, if you don't want to get shit brought up, sometimes you got to sit in your own shit and say, you know what, if if she was doing this to me, how would I feel? Or if, if if she put me in the same situation that I put her in, how would I feel? So in a lot of y'all, and I told you I did that post yesterday on my page at miss.d.scott on Instagram, um, 
about the Nancy character. It's the blue picture with her with the blood all over her face and how she summoned her demons with metal music. We were talking about how when I was doing Raging Reiki, I would use the composer from Nine Inch Nails. He had a thing from a video game that would get people, like, really amped and going. So, you know, you got to sit in your own shit sometimes and just sit there and say, like, you know, if it was me. So this time it was me, you know, trying to rekindle the relationship and just be like, you know what, I'll bury the hatch because to me it was worth it. You know, next time I might not be so nice. Next time it might have to be him that says, all right, we're going to fucking stop acting stupid, meet me over here, or, you know, let's go here and let's go do this. So the burden of doing all that is on him. You're the man in the relationship, I'm going to let you lead the relationship. If I don't like where the relationship is leading, then I at no time am obligated to stay here if I feel unloved or if I feel unappreciated or you didn't do the things that you said that you were going to do. So, guys, just take a week. Be kind to yourself. It's the fucking winter time. Nothing is growing right now. Hopefully my love is, but because y'all know I hate love. It's like the worst, most dangerous place for me to be. But sometimes we just got to sit down. So last week I'm telling you to sit down. This week I'm telling you to sit in your shit. Bottom line is you need to rest. If the flowers ain't growing right now, baby, you ain't you ain't under no obligation to be growing into nothing else because, you know, we, we, we let a lot of shit slide. In the summertime because we're happy, it's sunny, life is grand, and we got to stop letting shit slide. you got to sit in your own shit sometimes, and you have to sit there and say, like, if somebody was doing this shit to me, how would I feel? If somebody, you know, was loving on me and I didn't love them back, I have a responsibility to tell them. So I want you guys to just be easy on yourselves this week. There's a lot of triggers going on. Valentine's Day is coming. Yeah, I know I'm going to go ahead and have a big reveal for my gift that I got from my beloved, but y'all... Y'all know it was the end of the fucking world, but I couldn't let that shit slide. I couldn't let him go. So I'm going to leave y'all with her, which my girl, my little baby girl, shout out to Valissa Vaughn out there in New York City. Uh, she's she's working under D-Square. She actually styled her for the Grammys. So I know some pretty awesome bitches, but stop letting shit slide. Just sit in it sometimes. Whose house is it? Whose house is it? Whose house is it? You always wearing them glasses. You don't want to let no sucker look you in your eyes, huh? You better show them eyelashes. You love what you do with a patch. Ooh, that shit attracts. I fuck with you, girl. All he want to do is gas me. How we end up in the backseat. Just trying to get to the bag. We on the same page. You the same way. Only keep the fam around me. Let me know what it's gonna be I don't plan on getting no sleep Why we doing our thing Moving too fast Candy paint with the windows all black Seats creme brulee What they gonna say With the top down screaming money Anything we up till six in the morning When the sunrise will be on it Oh I got five We all so live Tell me when to go baby When we gonna slide baby When we gonna slide Hey up all night, baby, when we gon' slide Oh, yeah, yeah Baby, when we gon' slide Slide, 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 slide I don't care if we on the run Nothing matters when we one-on-one Looking at us cause we going dumb We on the same wave, you the same way You know I'll be down if this with you Where we going, baby, what's the move? We should take a trip up to the moon 
tactics, crime brulee. What they gon' say? With the top down, screaming money, anything. We up till six in the morning. When the sunrise, we'll be on it. Boy, I got five, you know it's so live. Tell me when to go, baby, when we gon' slide, baby, when we gon' slide. Hey. Up all night, baby, when we gon' slide. I need a vacation. I need my bitch in the apron. Booty all out cooking bacon. Orange juice and ace, so we drinking. I only come out when the stars out. I'm on a mission, but we fall out. The city talking with a large mouth. Yeah, they after the boy like fall out.